This is Moneyline. This is Moneyline. This is Moneyline. Touchdown! This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Yeah, we made it. You just talk. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Presented by MyBookie and Thrive Plus. MyBookie and Thrive Plus. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Nice camera action. Hello, world. Welcome into Moneyline as we try to drop the boom on another Sunday in studio with none other than the statistician and my partner in grind at Josh Jordan 97.5 is where you can find him, Josh Jordan. What's going on, Jerry? Another beautiful Sunday. Well, maybe not so beautiful, but another Sunday talking some sports with my dudes and another special guest that uh, we'll get to in just a second, man. How you doing, Jerry? I'm turned up. I don't even know why. I feel like I'm in the NBA All-Star Weekend after <laughs> I, what I watched last night, and we'll get into that. But first, we got to introduce the man behind the glass, the one that brings the jams every single Sunday, Cam! Top of the morning to you, fellas. <laughs> What's going on, bud? You had a pretty good uh, little weekend, I, I'm hearing, huh? I got lit last night. <laughs> At Moneyline975 was where you can find him if you want to find out how lit he was. 713-780-3776 is where you can reach us if you want to talk anything gambling, any any recaps, anything going forward, any bad beat stories you have for us. We'd be more than glad to hear them. But before we go forward, we have to always introduce when we have her in studio you know her as XO Holly, Holly's World, whatever you want to call it, but we call it a winner. Holly! Holly! What's up, guys? What's going on, Holly? How are you doing? Oh, fabulous. What's in your hand? I thought that there was a, a jalapeno in this. In I'm this the kolache. only jalapeno you need. Oh, in front of me right now, I'm seeing I'm seeing uh, Holly d- down in a kolache <laughs> as we come on air. And that's the kind of show we're going to have today. But no, uh, honestly, we're going to touch a little bit on everything. There was a lot of news in the NFL this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, plenty of it to touch to see what, what's going to happen going forward. Uh, some NBA All-Star, a little bit of UFC tonight, a little bit of everything. I got a few picks. We went 3-0 and yesterday uh, last week Ooh. with the uh, 76ers team total first half. Team total for the game and the Mavericks outright won against the Blazers after a fourth quarter comeback three and zero for NBA. We're gonna throw out bets just randomly throughout this show, random segments. Hey, just gives me the cue. I'm gonna drop a bomb for y'all. So stay tuned. We got a lot of money to do, a lot of money to win. I'm sorry. And uh, let's before we even get to the serious stuff. What's what's a Sunday like now for you guys? Now that there's no football. Man, it's it's different, right? Very different. Not nearly as much uh, NFL prep, that's for sure. <laughs> Trying to watch the AAF, I was talking to, cool. to Holly about that. And, man, I, I watched the first game yesterday. Man, it was a tough watch. I think the guy missed like three or four field goals. I mean, it was it just. It was awful. I had yeah. a whole lot of vodka, and it still couldn't make it. <laughs> After halftime, I was like, yo, I'm out. I'm glad neither one of these are my teams. I like, can't drink this game good. <laughs> but, but you try so hard, right? Your intentions are good. Like, the build up to the the game you're telling yourself like an hour before like man i gotta watch the game and 
it comes on and it, it just you want it to be good. I was right? trying you in my head it. to make it like the Steelers and Patriots like rematch from like two seasons ago. I was like, all right, I could definitely do this after one more beer. I could do it. I swear. I was like, no, this is not for me. It's day thirteen without football. I'm so sad. How spoiled are we? Honestly, yeah. like yeah. It, it just goes to show you how spoiled we are during the season itself and to throw on we got college on top of that and now that it's all gone at one in one instance, then we tried to resort to to this off brand. I mean, I was just thinking right now before the show, Holly said there was a Hispanic quarterback, and I'm thinking back in the day, whenever you would get those video games, and it would be the off brand, and it would have like <laughs> it wouldn't have the real name. Yeah. it would have a Hispanic every single time, and I'd always think as a kid, like I don't know any Hispanic quarterbacks. Uh, like maybe pa- I'll be him. Pablo from uh, the backyard league. Remember those animated games? <laughs> yeah. He was always the best player. <laughs> now Pablo's in rehab, but. <laughs> Uh, no, honestly, uh, we, I mean, it's tough. It's an off-brand of football. We want it to keep going. I mean, what's going to happen next year when we have two off-brands? Yeah, how are they going to have enough players? You know, that's what I'm kind of worried. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, we're looking at the guys they have now. I'm, I'm an unsigned free agent, yes. so I'm looking to be picked up. Yeah, we'll get you in Call there. Call me Antonio Brown. This boy's on probation ready, right though. now. Yeah. Saying, man, I'm on probation. I'm hoping I'm ready for the XFL next year. I can't even travel right now. We got some guys in the California Penal League, right? <laughs> Just like, waiting for parole. I'm waiting for my pro PO to let me out of here. And I'm, I'm No, but... I mean, seriously, it's going to be insane next year to think this year we had this. And I don't there's a lot of buzz around it, though. I mean, yeah. you're seeing uh, I mean, the place uh, I contribute to sports gaming podcast. I mean, they have podcasts about it. I'm seeing Evan Silva, which is someone I, I follow real hard on, on NFL ball. And he's he's got his write up columns on it. And it's I guess it's a, a need maybe that people are trying to fill and avoid in their hearts. And I mean, yeah. you got team. I guess it gives you a chance to adopt a team if you're uh, if you're a fan of a team that doesn't have a chance. Don't adopt up. Salt Lake City. Yeah, that's <laughs> don't please don't. No. don't. I, I think it's more like a college player following because I was seeing a lot of tweets of people uh, watching the San Antonio going up to San Antonio just so they could see Greg Ward. So I think this is going to be more of like the college player following. Like that's pretty du- cool though. I, yeah, I, see, yeah, I like know, that. The dude who has the talent just hasn't made it yet, but you know, you can, well, it's watch cool them. when you, ha- when you saw that, like when I first heard about it, I was like, Oh, these are some names that I recognize from like Trevor Knight. Like you, you remember big names in college. And then you like see some of them and you're like, Oh, that's why he, the, the, never mind. It, it is like, I see Trent Richardson and <laughs> still I still getting think tackled of, by the dreads. Yes. Yeah, still <laughs> getting tackled by the dreads. And I still think of him sacking my fantasy team for me drafting him in the first round a few years ago. I'm still a little pissed off at him. Can we man. talk about how that dude came out and had 2000 yard seasons and then all of a sudden disappeared. Like it's was, unbelievable. It, was it really the Colts? Like did him going to the Colts really screw up his career that bad or was he really just like a one-hit wonder? I will tell you, as a uh, as a fantasy football psychopath, I, I followed Trent Richardson kind of a lot to kind of see what was going on. And once I saw that he had like porno videos and stuff like that out there, and what? Yeah, like he's got a major side hustle. Yeah, yeah. So I started seeing that. And I'm like, maybe working out for football is not the priority for this guy. I'm about so, to Google that. Yeah. In two years of a career <laughs> in the. Uh, in the professionals, in the NFL professional league, let's call it, because I guess those guys are professionals. Well, let's not let's not a down down talk him or anything. But uh, he had two touchdowns in his whole career. Uh, 2012, he had one, and 2013, <laughs> he had struggle. one. I mean, 950. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. 12 touchdowns. 12, yeah, I remember sorry, that. Sorry. Oh, one, like, one receiving, hey. one receiving, 11 uh, uh, rushing. I'm sorry, 12. And then the next year, the drop off was four total. So it was a big drop off. Uh, he went from 950 rushing yards to 563. Uh, 
I mean, Brown's ruining another top quality player, and not a surprise there. I mean, then when he went to the Colts, he had another 500 yard and uh, again, three touchdowns. So, uh, I mean, that 11, 12 total touchdown first year was what stood out, but then again, he had four and three, no receiving that year. So, that's why the the Texans are in trouble with Chris Ballard running the Colts now because the former GM got fired for trading a first round pick for Trent Richardson among some other stupid decisions. So uh, thanks a lot, guys. That's that's why we have Chris Ballard, who was basically the the GM of the year this year with his draft. He was incredible. That's why the Colts are loaded. It's one of the reasons Holly didn't think the Colts would be that great, but you didn't know he'd yeah. be drafting like the best draft class in the whole league when that happened. So funny how quickly things can change just Absolutely. in one draft, right? Yeah, for sure. That's the why Colts I, really plugged the holes. They that did they needed to be plugged. <laughs> I mean, I had to go back and <laughs> look Richardson. at a, I had to go back and look <laughs> at his stuff. I mean, that's why I literally went right now and pulled up his stats. Like, let me see how bad he really was or how much he dropped off and. I just don't know how you drop. I remember you saying, though, that in in the fantasy world, in this AAF, he was the number one overall. Dude, he scored another touchdown. He scored the game-winning touchdown yesterday. He actually scored a touchdown that mattered for a game. So he helped ice the game for him. He had two touchdowns last week. Did you see where he spiked the football and they have those little – uh, little uh, computer kind of bits. They're sensors that are in the football, and apparently they're really expensive, and he broke it when he spiked the football. So <laughs> they, they, they find him for it. Coming yeah, out they're, of like, your they're like, well, they're what your year's worth of work. Yes, Sorry I'm serious. That. So they, they find him for that, and he did not spike it this week. You, so. know, what I, you know what I do like about that AAF, though? I like their, their review thing. A lot of people have been talking about the ref. They literally give you a bird's-eye view of it and like break down... NFL's too crooked, though. They can't yeah. do that, man, because then you'll have just people. I mean, if we already try to dive into everything, imagine that whenever. And, and at the end of the day, it's it's the human element and, and mistakes are going to be made. And if those guys are under the hood talking mistakes or he says we're going to be looking at that under. I mean, it's it, it opens a door for more error, human error. Yes. Don't get me wrong, though. It, I love it. I love to see it. I love to see it, uh, them talk about it. But at the end of the day, it's going to open up a door for just. More of us investigating on corruption, even though sometimes it's not there and just the game plays out that way. It's, it's going to mess true. up our gambling, too. Yeah, a little yeah. bit, no doubt. <laughs> and, and yesterday's was interesting because they had what they had, a, you know, an overturn that turned out not to be. And it, it basically it was a touchdown. And, and the, you could tell that the guy that was evaluating was like, man, I'm pretty sure that. You know, the the ball was out, but I, I can't see it for sure. I don't have an angle. And that's the other thing with the AAF. They only have like four or five, six cameras. They don't have like 20 like the NFL. So when they're doing those replays, you know, if they don't have it in three or four shots, they don't have it. And you have to have conclusive proof to overturn it. So it looked like one really should have gone the other way, but they just didn't have enough on video to overturn it. So, you know, with the NFL, NFL is like a Buffalo Wilds wing commercial. You know what I mean? It's it's terrible. You know, you feel like they're going to flip a switch and go to overtime like they did with the Saints game. It's crazy. It's uh, having the computer assistance back like on the back in the day when video games, you always kept yep. it close for whatever reason. And it's entertainment, sports and entertainment. It's what they try to call it. That's why they they brought back the celebrations. Everybody likes the entertainment factor. of yeah. it. So why can we complain? Because now this is the football we have in front of us, the AAF. And, and this is what we're, I guess, have to enjoy unless you want to give yourself a true offseason, which... It's half and half, and that's this is probably all the talk we'll give the AAF during this show because I mean, it's, it's rough. It's rough, but again, there's people out there that want to keep up, like like Cam said, and that aspect I think is pretty cool. Keep up with somebody that you thought should have had a chance or, or an injury kept them back or some kind of 
some kind of police trouble, something, you know what I mean? But I guess let's keep seeing what happens here and I hope for the best next year whenever they have another league like this. Did Do y'all you- see the, the the relegation idea for this? You know how soccer what? has relegation? <laughs> so here's what they came up with. They're like, how about this? The the, the AAF, the, the two teams battle it out to see who wins. And whoever wins out of the AAF plays the worst team in the NFL <laughs> and if the worst team in the NFL loses, they get relegated to the AAF, and the AAF that team would, joins the NFL. Brilliant. How awesome I would, would vote that be? For that, I would be like, get Miami out of here. Yeah. Like this is great. <laughs> send them out. Send them packing. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah. It just sucks that it's never going no. to happen. No, but it would be super. Cool. At least pull up a college team up there, let them beat up on each other. <laughs> You're like, oh, all these Alabamas, the, or beat, yeah. the, beat the Browns guys, or you know the the guy that said that for years. Okay, we'll beat up on these guys. Yeah. Um, it's just tough. It's just tough. At this, it feels like we're reaching. We are, but you would turn, you tune into that game, right? If you uh, saw like the Dolphins playing the AAF. Imagine yeah. if it was your team. You'd yes. be like, oh my god, for the love of God, just win one game, please. And don't, don't get knock hurt. Us down. Don't and get don't hurt. get hurt. <laughs> if there's a spread, I'm in. I mean, I'm in. Yeah. what am I oh, going to yeah. lie to you about? I'm, I look, pull up these lines, but again. I'm accustomed to a world where the key numbers of three, six, but whenever these scoring rules are as such, there's what are the key numbers? It's tough, Jerry. What are the key numbers? They, they have to go for it. You know, there's no extra points. They have to go for oh, it. Oh, I thought I was drunk. No. I was like, why are they doing all these two-point conversions? Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. I you swear have to, to go God. for it. Now it makes sense. Yeah. No. See, that's what happens. I missed week one, so I tried to jump in week two, and I don't even know the rules. I'm like, oh, I'm telling you, it's crazy at this point. It, it, there's no key numbers. There's, no. Uh, it, it, it's so up in the air if you can find an angle on it call me <laughs> I, I feel like the under feels pretty good on a lot of those games because of all the missed field goals and you have to go for it uh, you know and it, i think the under I, I almost bet it i was this close jerry to betting the under on that first game yesterday and and i didn't do it and i wish i had because it was like three to nothing at halftime you know it's just like oh a but, barn burning yeah the, the super bowl was contagious and it carried on yes. to the aam <laughs> yes. lovely it's contagious speaking of the af do you guys think that it's a mistake that if the only way you if the only way you can do fantasy with aaf is through the app you can't you can't do it on your computer you have to actually download an aaf i saw that fantasy you saw that i was I, looking I up on espn trying to draft a team and was like we're Jerks. all the players and stuff but no you have to have the actual aaf app and that's the only thing you can play fantasy on and it's not like typical fantasy football like in game you can like change like who your players are and what? stuff like that yeah so you know it's almost like you're thinking like a coach like which guy's gonna score on this drive Ooh. you know so it, like madden yeah it, it is kind of like madden and that's why i was like man i don't know about this that seems you know like you're gonna have to be in game like very active the whole you gotta time. You got to bring your own like, headset and yes. clipboard here <laughs> Yes, be talking to Mike Marks. So that's why I was like, yeah, I don't know if I dig that so much. So I didn't sign up for it. But I did think that was kind of interesting. I'd rather just a traditional fantasy format. But let's be real. Haven't you, you know, had a fantasy match going and, God, you wish you hadn't started this one guy and you could put the other guy in? You know, that would be cool. So I think that's kind of what they're going for. All right. Enough of the AAF talk. When we come back, we'll talk about the big news in the NFL and what it means going forward or what it can mean, what kind of opportunities opened up. But before we hit this break, let me give you the first winner of the day. We're going to Mexico. Get your passport ready. Mexico, Pumas, America, 10th. Number America, 15th. Pumas, Pumas, four out of the last five games the opposing team has scored. America scored eight goals in the last five matches, but they also have allowed... 
two plus goals in three of those five. Look for the over four of the five last games between these two have seen two and a half goals. Play over two and a half goals as the last five matchups have seen 21 goals. That's an average of over four goals per match when these two teams play each other. Get your passport ready. Let's go to Mexico. Punch the over two and a half. You're listening to Moneyline ESPN 97.5. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline 97.5. This is Money Live on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, where we don't shoot the sheriff, but we shoot the bookie. 713-780-3776 if you want to get in on the party. Josh Jordan, XO Holly, Clutch City Cam, your man Jerry Bo. We tried to talk a little bit about the news this week in football. What is your first reaction, Joe Flacco, to the Broncos? Washed. Yeah, if we look at the numbers, and this kind of surprised me, like Case Keenum, since he's been a starting quarterback, his numbers have been better than Flacco's, which is kind of shocking because Case hasn't been that great. But we forget, like, Flacco's hadn't been that good either the last few years. I was years. really surprised because he's getting a little older, too. I was surprised they did that. But then again, I was like, uh, Denver, so. 34 years yeah. old, $18.5 million for 2019, $20.25 million in 2020, 24, and 2021. The only one he's We'll see for sure is 18.5 right now. They, they say that, that they're going to leave it at that. Nothing's moving. But going forward, none of that's guaranteed. No, and I got to think this has something to do with that Kubiak-John Elway relationship, right? Remember, Kubiak was Flacco's OC in Baltimore, and they actually had some success. And that offense makes some sense you know, for Flacco. So, and I know Kubiak's not the OC there. They decided that that wasn't going to work. But I got to think that – that had something to do with them bringing yeah. him in. And that big arm in the cold weather in Denver, you know, that makes some sense. Because whatever case is, he's not a big arm quarterback. Somebody on Twitter hit it on the head perfectly when they said that John Elway was just solidifying that he'll be the greatest Denver quarterback of all time. <laughs> he's making sure that nobody good comes in. Because you're literally trading for an older Case Keenum. Like, this guy is literally the same thing as Case Keenum, if not worse, over the last three or four years. And he's owed so much money, like... If you're Denver and you're trying to rebuild, why the hell are you rebuilding this way? That's and then why I found it. If you're not it. rebuilding, why the hell are you getting an order? Case Keenum, like I don't understand this move at all. Maybe it's maybe it's just a temporary fix, kind of just putting a bandaid over a wound right now. I mean, maybe they're just going to give him. Let's look at Elway's decisions though, since he's been there at quarterback. Let's not. I mean, Osweiler. <laughs> I mean, Paxton Lynch. Yeah, Paxton Lynch. That didn't work going out. All, I mean, you do dumbass things. <laughs> Eighteen million. Um, pretty, in, pretty soon, you're going to be labeled a dumbass. Eighteen million in 2019 with just seven million of a guaranteed. If the Broncos decide to cut him, it'll be ten million in dead money. Now, let's think about Joe Flacco, the Super Bowl winning quarterback. And since then, 124 million. He was ranked fourth uh, for the uh, at the uh, at that salary. Touchdown interaction, uh, in the inter- touchdown to interception ratio, 34th. First down percentage, 35th. 
yards per attempt, 35th. And you're asking yourself, why is it more than if that's if there's how many more teams, teams are there? Out of, 30, <laughs> out of 36 quarterbacks that attempted at least 1,000 attempts, he ranked 34th, 35th, wow. and 35th in those three categories since winning the Super Bowl. I am so excited to watch Denver this season. Yes. Wow. I had trouble getting out of my tongue the way I'm sitting here reading this, and I'm like, what am I saying? Trying not to just throw up in your mouth. You're like, these stats are so bad, I can't even talk about it. 34th, 35th, and 35th is all you need to know. I'm so, so, sorry. You <laughs> it is so, so trash. They had to add backups into that list just so that they could put Joe Flacco on it. Yes. Kind of like, what was it the other day when the Texans, and they named the top four out of the uh, division, and, and the Texans were like, what was it? They were like, out of side of the, you're That's like, man, right. he's saw... worse than the fifth best center. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it was Nick Martin, which... A lot of people consider him one of the Texans' better offensive linemen, and he was the ranked Texans the, have an O line. Yeah, apparently, oh, and they, wow. he's fifth best in the division. <laughs> I, he's, he's, I remember looking yes. at that like, man, that's just bad. Imagine yes. if you wake up to that, you're like, man. Yeah, I mean, PFF what? ranked the Colts' backup center higher than they ranked Nick Martin. <laughs> like, yeah, I saw that too, and I was just like, how Texans is that? They got to get this thing fixed. But yeah, I mean, the Flacco thing's curious. I will say they didn't exactly surround him with a lot of great receivers in Baltimore. But guess what? He's not surrounded by much going to Denver either because Emmanuel Sanders hurt. Demarius Thomas, we know, he gone. So it's really just Cortland Sutton and whatever else they have left. Yeah, so, he hasn't had yeah. a, a top 15 receiver, I think they were saying, in the last eight years. And then now he goes to Denver and he's still not going to have one. I mean, like good, good props for Baltimore getting a third or fourth round pick out of this. But again, what the hell is Denver doing? Like, you're going to get stomped on by the Chargers in Kansas City. Now. That's why I think they're doing it, Cam, is they know they need some upside at quarterback. And I do think Flacco has more upside than Case Keenum just because of arm strength and a, he does have a Super Bowl win on his resume. I would say, do you guys think maybe they're they're just using him to bring in like somebody – like some maybe well, I would say draft, but there's really nothing coming out of the draft. They, and they but might draft even, somebody. Who knows? But I'm hearing they're shopping Keenum, like now, a mentor. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I could possibly it's an expensive think mentor. Of. That's a very well. expensive mentor. I mean, I guess it's a good one as far as playoff experience. You know, he's been in the playoffs. He's won a Super Bowl, but again, an amazing defense and a run game. Again, I I, I still can't come up with a legit reason as to why Denver did what they did. I think it's because of what you said. I think it's because of Mahomes, and I think it's because of Rivers, and they know that they're going to have to put some points up if they want any chance of winning these games. We know Oakland's terrible. They're probably not worried about that. But I think it's just kind of a last-ditch Hail Mary, and Flacco can throw a hell of a Hail Mary because he can throw the ball about 70 yards. It's just it is interesting he doesn't win a lot anymore. That they're going with Lamar Jackson after such a horrible playoff game. Yeah. Where for the entire second half, they're talking about if, if Flacco going to go in, and now this is the guy you're riding with. I'm interested to hey, see. Hey, you better how it leave. You better leave Lamar Jackson alone. You know, I really like him. So, yeah, what happens on that <laughs> side? <laughs> what happens going forward on that end? They're all in with that schemey offense that relies on a lot of running from the quarterback. Can, can, can Jackson withstand a career full of these hits? Because. He oh, has to take right. hits. Yes. And keep in mind, it's Greg Roman as the offensive coordinator for the Ravens. That's who was the offensive coordinator for Kaepernick when they were with the 49ers. Wasn't he with the Saints when they won the <sighs> I don't know about Maybe that, Cam. Not. I'd have to look it up. But and, I do know he's he's great with running quarterbacks and running games, and that, that is his bread and butter. 
It, that's why it makes a lot of sense if, you know, like Mark Ingram goes to the Ravens, where I've been seeing well, that. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, and to the run game, all their running backs are free agents. So it's just. And like, they're not very good. Yeah. So, you know, offseason is pretty intriguing right now. And, and no doubt about Do it. Do the Ravens still, they still have RG3, right? Is that who they're rocking with, or is he somewhere else? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, I think he's still backing up there. Okay, because I was wondering who would be behind him just. Which makes sense. Similar type of quarterback. So it works for that offense. But yeah, that'll be interesting. Definitely some moving and shaking going on. And I I really think it it changed with what everybody saw the Chiefs do. They realized they are going to have to score if they want to win. And with the Ravens division, man, the Browns actually look kind of decent. Oh, yeah. You know, and the Steelers, maybe they'll, they'll take a step back, but they'll still be pretty good. So. Thinking about the Ravens, they uh, C.J. Mosley, Terrell Suggs, John Brown, uh, Javarius yeah. Allen, Max Williams, Ty Montgomery, Robert Griffin. These are some of the free agents that are up, just to name some of them. Smith and Suggs accounted for 36% of Baltimore's 43 sacks. Neither's a lot to return. So what we've known of Baltimore in that defense, uh, some of the big names might be moving around. Yep. So it just, it's just tough to... It, it, I want to see what happens with a whole offseason for Lamar Jackson. Can they? I know you can't change a lifetime of the way his arm is and his strength, and but can they get a game plan to where it at least incorporates more throwing? They're going to have to throw more at one point. It works during the regular season, and it'll work at sometimes. But what happens when you go down by a lot of points and you have to come back? It's tough. Hey, this might be a good time to try it out with Baltimore. With Pittsburgh in disarray, not knowing what Cleveland's going to be, and then obviously the Bengals sucking every year. Like This is a nice time to experiment <laughs> It is, Baltimore. And, and keep in mind, Ozzie Newsome, they're awesome GM. Like This was his past year, his last draft. He's done. So they're going to have a new guy drafting these players. So everything's going to be a little different in Baltimore. How about the receiving? John Brown gone. Michael Crabtree, 32 years old. I mean, Willie Sneed as a possession. Where do they go there? they, they got to upgrade that position. They've needed to for years. Now, this draft, though, does have some wide receivers and running backs in it. So maybe they'll be able to get, maybe they'll look to pick something off of that. They, they will, but we know receivers work through fantasy football. Typically, them breaking out in year one is not what usually happens so you know maybe this is kind of a more of a long-term plan now staying in this in this division jerry's got his antonio kind of brown jersey on he, antonio clown <laughs> antonio clown jersey on. i've waited my whole life i've watched these social media guys burn down jerseys and i said one day i'm gonna burn one of myself today this is the last time i wear this jersey this 84 this ab we'll talk we'll get into we'll this. talk about it a little bit more on the other side because what he's been doing on social media is just crazy. He's opening the door for just he wants a war. He wants yeah. he, some people leave in peace, and he didn't, he 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 won't. He's going to make sure that he ruffles every feather he can, and it's falling down on. I don't know what side to believe. Do you believe him? Do you? I mean, because I know Big Ben is a diva too. So yep. some of them make sense, but then you have people like Ryan Clark coming out and saying, "I was in that locker room too." AB's the guy. You know, you have to have a leader, and we try to follow Big Ben, and and AB was just so against that, and whatever it is, it hurts to be a fan. So I uh, I xed out the BR and made it to a clown today, and we're gonna burn it when we get home. I got a I got a few other things, a couple of Dwight Howard pieces I need to go and throw in there too. So it's gonna be a barbecue at the Bowl Residence today. Today, you're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's best sports talk, ESPN 97.5.
This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Thrive Plus. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back on Moneyline, and what do you hear? You hear the people's court music. Ladies and gentlemen, in front of you, we have Antonio Brown. Sup, sup. And Ben Roethlisberger. Hey, guys. How's it going? In the case between the Steelers and their wide receiver. Hey, girl. I'm Big Ben, what's up? Oh. Let me holler that. Big Ben already digging himself a hole. Antonio Brown, Big Ben, what say you? Which side do you take? Antonio, how do you defend yourself? This week, Antonio Brown, or actually yesterday, he opened up his Twitter basically to any kind of any kind of question and answers. He said he was going to keep it real. So, what did the people ask? What caused this conflict between you and Big Ben? No conflict. Just a matter of mutual respect. He has an owner's mentality. Like, he could go out and call anybody, including coaches. Players know, but they can't say anything. Or otherwise, the meal ticket gone. It's a dirty game within the game. Hashtag truth. Well, that sounds like an official court document, I have to say, Antonio. Do you have anything else to follow that up with? Um, you sat out on our last game against the Bengals. If you love the game as much as you say, regardless of your $70 million you made, you shouldn't be able to just sit out like that easily, right? For real, for real. After the coach tell the team I quit running some bumps, then invite me to watch the show with the same guys, thinking I quit, I cannot stand with that. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Don't we miss the postseason? Think about that. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. What is he, Scarface? Who's the bad guy? I'm the bad guy, right? <laughs> this is so wide receiverish. Very wide so receiverish. Wide receiver-ish. It's hard to defend Antonio Brown right here. Is does Antonio have anything else to say besides uh, "Give me the ball" and "My quarterback is trash"? Anything else on his timeline, guys? It wasn't for the money. It was for the love of the sport, the commitment to win relentlessly, consistently, passionately. Plus, I made seventy million. It's a public record. Not to be cocky, just the truth. Time to play for my own team. AB eighty four and the fan. <laughs> Did that plan involve being on the show The Masked Singer? <laughs> and missing games, but you're on the mass singer, Antonio. It's kind of hard to defend you. What about Big Ben? Big Ben's got some things in his past. Uh, Big Ben, let me throw this to you. Do, do you feel like you've learned from your mistakes over the years? Uh, yeah, uh, I do believe I do believe I've learned from my mistakes. No, I just want to say Antonio's just mad. Um, I, I just get more snow bunnies than he does. <laughs> and he's taking it out on me. Do, do you get more or do you take more snow bunnies? <laughs> Order in the court. Order in the court. Don't order me. I'm Big Ben. (laughs) Order in the court. You back there. Don't think you're going nowhere. Come up to the front, Kareem Hunt. (laughs) We got some talking to do. So you signed a new contract. Tell us about this contract. One year? Uh, Yeah, I just feel really bad for everything that went down. I'm just ready to help the team play some football. We'll take it. Every man deserves a second chance. But this one came a little too fast, I think. Well, I mean, I just kicked somebody. I don't see what the big deal was. <laughs> Again, this week, the Cleveland Browns went out and said that they made a decision for the good of someone getting a second chance in life. Instead of saying, we want the guy that led the league in rushing yep. right out the gates. What you what your guys' thoughts over the Kareem Hunt signing? I think it, for fantasy, it's terrible for for Chubb. Right now, we don't really, you know, Chubb was going to be like a second round pick, and yeah, now you got to worry him about as tenth overall. Yeah, let me tell you how pissed I am. So in my keeper league, 
I went out. I knew I wasn't going to make the playoffs, so I looked towards the future. So I traded away a few guys, got Nick Chubb, got Mike Evans in return. I did all that so that he can split time with Kareem Hunt. Well, hopefully he'll be suspended for the whole season anyway, so it's cool. There's at least least six games. We know that. I mean— I do have a question. Well, do you think for you they guys? signed him if if they really thought he was going to get suspended for a lengthy amount? He's of time? going to have to. The NFL is going to have to do something. This is not just pictures. This was actual video footage, which is which is what I really wanted to ask you guys because coming from a woman's point of view, that's fine if you believe that he deserves a second chance. That's fine. I'm not here to judge anybody, but answer me this: the same people sat here and bashed Greg Hardy. And all these other guys, when there wasn't even... I'm not saying it's right by any means, but yep. you didn't see any video footage. So if you're going to... You can't tread like that. Like, you can't go either way, oh, shame this one, shame this guy, but oh, this guy gets a second chance. No. This was on video. We all saw it. And if you... That's fine. Like I said, if you think he deserves a second chance, but don't sit here and name bash when somebody else gets beat up. In the on- words of one John Dorsey, my relationship and interaction with Kareem since 2016 in college was important part of the decision-making process but then we did extensive due diligence with many individuals, including clinical professionals, to have a better understanding of the person he is today and whether it is prudent to sign him. There were two important factors. One, Cream took full responsibility for his egregious actions and showed true remorse. And secondly, just as importantly, he is undergoing and committed to necessary professional treatment and a plan that has been clearly laid out. So did Ray Rice. You want to give him another chance? Here's, I'm not yeah. saying it's to the extent, but um, that, like that was way worse. Like I said, I'm just trying to look at it from a different point of view here. So a shove, it can be just as damaging as knocking her out. I'm just saying, because mentally to her. It could. And I mean, the Ray Rice thing was because Ray was older. You know, if he would have yeah. been in his prime, he probably would have gotten another shot. You knew someone was yeah. going to step up and take a chance, though. They, You knew it. It Dallas. just It was a matter of <laughs> right. Who, when, and, and where? And you figured that the Browns didn't so much need it, but who's not in need of a guy that can lead the league in rushing? Let's be serious. Yep. You could say, man, they're not in need of it. But how many running backs would you honestly put in front of Kareem Hunt? All, like It's tough. It's tough. Don't get me wrong, though. It says a lot about Cleveland's time is now. They're going to take their chance. They've been the laughing stock for years now, and, and they said, Hey, let's go with. I, Look, have, a, you try, I have a theory on this. You Sorry. try him out for a year, and if he does well, give him an extension and trade Nick Chubb. I oh, mean, he's definitely going to do well. We and like I said, I mean, right. I love, I love. Don't get me wrong, I love Kareem Hunt. Like, I mean, as a he's player. so yeah. fun. Yeah, as a player, he's so fun to watch. He, just, he is. I, I, my theory on this is this was to keep him away from the Ravens. I, I really think so. I think that oh. I think the Ravens had maybe a little bit of interest. And Cleveland, they didn't want that to happen. So this was more of a, hey, you know, if he's on our roster, you can't play him against us. And we know that we just talked about their roster. They're looking for running back help. Kareem Hunt would have made a lot of sense. sense. He feels like a Raven, right? So he kind of has a lot of similarities to Ray Rice and more than just as a football player. Baltimore's like, yeah, give me all that. Yeah. We, we got a whole a whole case over here. Phil. Yeah, that's right, Chris Tucker. I said it. I think that's what was going on there. And so Cleveland strikes first and they got him on their roster. They don't even have to play him if they don't want to, but he's not going to play against them this year. So it makes some sense. The, the one thing I find kind of interesting is he's actually getting a raise if he ends up playing all these games we expect him to play. So after getting cut because he was on that rookie deal, he got over a million bucks for this next year. So he actually got a raise after getting suspended, which is kind of ridiculous. And how many weapons does Baker have now? I mean, yeah. he, they keep adding to his weapons. And- I, yeah, I can't wait to watch Cleveland. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. What would Cleveland be? 
I mean, now we're talking just way down the line, but in 20 years, do we remember Cleveland as the laughing stock during our time? Or, you know, things can change so quick for a franchise if they, they're building it right, it seems. Yeah, and, and the numbers have come out. And I think, I think it was PFF. Like Baker was like the 10th-ranked quarterback in the league last year as a rookie. I mean, that's, that's impressive. He proved me wrong, and I'm really, really happy yeah. about that. I love when I'm wrong about certain things like that. And that's 10th rank probably the whole season. Let's If we took just his sample size whenever they switched head coaches, I guarantee you it was probably higher than that. He was yeah. – all he needed was to switch. And that's why it's it's crazy to see what's going to happen forward with the two – I mean, three running backs. What happens with Duke? So They, they're they just re-signed Duke Johnson. So they're fighting for first yeah. down carries and second down carries because Duke ain't coming off the field on third down. That's his specialty. He's a third down specialist. You can't like Chubb and, and Hunt in a PPR very much. I mean, you just really can't because they're going to be fighting for all that. And This is going to turn yeah. into like a Bengal situation where yeah. they had like Jeremy Hill and Giovanni Bernard. You never know who's going to get it. Or Atlanta, like until somebody gets hurt, it's just going to get flip-flop between who gets most carries. Yeah, I mean, Annoying. Baker's really the only guy you'd want on your fantasy team. Like Jarvis Landry was a big disappointment last year. Antonio Callaway's not ready for prime time. And Joku. And Joku's, you know, he's he's a tight end, right? You flip a coin and hope he scores a touchdown. That's that's him. Yeah. Well, I'm curious to see what happens with them going forward, especially being in the Steelers division. So yeah. it's just it's. Well, we still need to get to a little bit more of uh, what we expect, like where Antonio Brown will go. We should share our thoughts Ooh, on that I'm on the so other side of the break. I want to make a bet with you guys. Let there me you drop go. a bomb for you before Ooh. we go to break. Saint-Ain PSG over in France. Without a clean sheet in six matches is the home team. PSG played last week. Leon lost domestically, and then they played this week midweek Champions League. So expect them to be somewhat tired, but they still need a win since they lost to Leon, right? Saint-Ain have scored four of the last five matches at home. Last time these two teams played, September 19, uh, 2018, 4-0 PSG in Paris. I expect this game to be a little bit more open, but I expect the home team to also get on the board. Give me over three in France. So PSG, go to French soccer, PSG over three. Cash that. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's best sports talk, ESPN 97.5. If anybody messes with Snoop Doggy Dog, I'm going to make his people put his name on the wall. And everywhere I go, I got Mr. Magic Death because I know that boy don't care. He'll have that red stuff pouring out your head. Any given time, play any, anywhere. Make him believe in the model that I live by. If you mess with me, it's a must you got. This is Money Live on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. If you want to get in on any of this Antonio Brown, drama, Kareem Hunt, any of the above, at Moneyline 97.5, if you don't want to hear our voices over the phone and you just want to talk to us over the computer, either way is fine. Josh Jordan, Holly, Clutch City Cam, your boy Jerry Bow knows with a Z, of course. Let's finish off this Antonio Brown mess, saga, drama, whatever we want to call it. Where does, right now, top of the head, where does Antonio Brown end up, Josh? Man, 
there's a couple teams that make a lot of sense for me, but uh, I'm gonna. Can I have two or can I only have one? You can have two. You've been a good boy. <laughs> I, I'm thinking 49ers or Arizona Cardinals make some sense for me. I, with him, with Garoppolo, that would make some sense. I think they would trade him more likely to the NFC than to the AFC. And I, I've heard some rumblings that they might have some interest in him. Arizona, you know, Larry Fitzgerald, this is probably his last year. If you're going to have a, a young quarterback, whether it's Kyler Murray or whether they keep Josh Rosen, they're they're going to want a veteran receiver that they can get down the field. So I think Antonio Brown makes some sense there. So those are my two. I'm going Miami. Look, AB's yeah. already has a home there. That just kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. They have no superstars, so his ego will fit in perfectly. He can run <laughs> the whole team. He could be the quarterback, the receiver, diva, whatever he wants to be. He'd That's his that. team. He'd love Miami. <laughs> no doubt about it. And he'd love to dance and hang out on the party scene. That's yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. According to betting odds in the gambling world, which we live in, San Francisco plus 285. Cowboys plus 900, Green Bay plus 900, Buffalo plus 1,200, Miami Dolphins plus 1,500, Jets plus 1,200. I'm sorry, I missed them. So, Yeah, it's kind of all over the place. It's all over the place with, I guess, San Francisco holding a pretty good lead at plus 285, and then it jumps all the way to 900 where you find the Cowboys, Packers, Bills, then followed by even worse of underdogs. And I mean, it's just to me, it's up in the air. There's no way he's going to Packers. Rodgers would not have that. There's absolutely like some of them, you know, you got to think quarterbacks too. like, who's he going to get along with? So that's going to play a big, a lot of quarterbacks are like, I don't want him on my team. I saw someone post uh, something about the Patriots and I said, I'll quit football. I will quit football. (laughs) I will quit football if he goes to the Patriots straight up. Just imagine him just chilling with Brady. Eating grass and stuff, being all like veganish together and stuff, like hanging out. (laughs) That's interesting, though. Yeah, it just because he he, he's so extra, though. You know, Brown is so extra, and hearing what Ryan Clark would say during practices that they would go to tackle him or or make plays during practice, and he would say, "Get your filthy hands off me!" You know, "Get your hands off me!" You don't touch money. This is what money looks like. Oh no, no, he's a diva. That's not going to work in New England, man. I mean, come on. I wonder if he talks to his side pieces like that. All his like (laughs) side pieces is like, "Hey, this is what money looks like." I'd be like, "Oh, all right, really?" He sounds like a frat boy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a little bit. There's no way he'd work in New England. New England makes Mm. you care about the team first and foremost you might go two games without getting a, a catch or two in new england and you're not allowed to say anything too about disciplined that in yes. that locker room yes. they are too disciplined he'd walk in day one and get kicked right out he would and, and i can't imagine the steelers would want to send him to new england of course unless they know that he's going to torpedo their their team <laughs> and he's a problem have and, this cancer take yeah, him <laughs> yeah take him maybe it'll spread yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. kind of with y'all though. I, I I think I think San Francisco or Arizona. Look, San Francisco didn't have a wide receiver to catch over 500 yards. It was all it was all Kittle. Kittle yeah. and Arizona, obviously, Fitzgerald's coming back for like his 97th season. <laughs> but after next year, who you know who's going to be beside Christian Kirk? So maybe that's not like the attitude you want around Christian Kirk developing him. But definitely well, if they play don't on get the field. if they don't get an O line, nobody's going to be able to throw anything yeah. out there in Arizona to anybody. That that's or true. Or Oakland. I know he's really old compared to wide receiver terms of rebuilding. But, I mean, Oakland got all those draft picks for some reason. Like, why not start with... Oh, imagine... A.B. in Vegas? Yeah. But Whenever they moved... Imagine him... I mean... But you heard all those rumors with why they traded Khalil Mack is because because of this move, the Raiders don't have the amount of money 
that other teams have. And that's why they didn't sign Khalil, Khalil Mack long-term. They didn't want to pay that $100 million contract. So I just can't imagine them paying all that money for a, a – well, he'll be 31 when the season starts. And Brown's got a pretty big contract. So I, I just don't see them having the money to do that. And if they're kind of rebuilding, like you don't add a receiver on the back end of his career – you know, it that just doesn't make a lot of sense. They're not good. Oakland's not going That's anywhere. The point. It doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> but we've seen Oakland do stuff that makes no sense. So okay, oh, you're I so can't. right. Thanks. You're so right, man. <laughs> can Juju be a number one? It's he the was the number one. Oh. I love so this. I, I, I argued. <laughs> I argued with people about this on Twitter all during the week. Juju does that. We don't know that. People are like, he's not. A, he's not a number one. We don't know that. Because this whole time he's had A.B. here. If you take A.B. out of the picture, and by the way, the Steelers, hello, look at their roster and their depth at wide receiver position. That They're going to be fine. He could be, the, he could be the number one. We don't know that. And if you look at his numbers when Antonio Brown doesn't play, Juju's done pretty damn well. He scores in almost every game when Antonio Brown's been out or, or for whatever reason he missed a game. I will tell you this, Juju's going to be drafted like a number one in fantasy next year if Antonio Brown's gone, whether think you think he is or not. I, oh, I yeah. think that's part of the reason why Antonio Brown's leaving is Juju blew up into this wide receiver one option. Yeah, he was getting started the spotlight that, yeah. and AB's all pissed off that yeah. he's not... Like, Le'Veon's getting highlights for not even playing, and now Juju's, you know, becoming the popular wide receiver, and Antonio Brown's just like, hey, man, what happened to all my record-breaking seasons? Like, F y'all, I'm out of here. Yeah, well, I mean, Juju had over 100 catches, so I can't... I can't imagine Antonio like that very much, but that's ridiculous. Like you don't remember this stuff with like Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne and them com- complaining about the other guy getting a hundred catches. Ward? Yes, like you never heard about Heinz Ward just didn't went in there and did his job, and and that's why Brown's got to go. Yeah, he's got to go. It's not the way, especially not the Steelers' way. It's no. not that way that they function. And he's trying to be bigger than the franchise. We talked about it earlier uh, before the show amongst ourselves. Uh, who you know? Who could he go to in Miami? Like. But then he he'd be bigger than them. Imagine if he was acting like that in that locker room where you have Super Bowl winners, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Imagine if you're up in there with a Tannehill or something. And ten- imagine how bad he would make his quarterbacks feel. It has to be a headstrong franchise, someone that could take him on and sit him down and say, "Hey, we know what you got, but this is who we are as well." But I mean, how many guys you could probably name them on your hand command more respect than like Roethlisberger? That's what I'm you know. Saying. There's only so many of those. A dude dudes. that plays with injuries. Yeah, he has. It, it, like they say, okay, what he said. Uh, he's got a management mentality. A lot of these big quarterbacks do, whether you believe it or not. I guarantee. And you, you have to. You're the quarterback of the team. You manage yes. the team. That's your job. You're the QB. You run it. Exa- Sit down, AB. Exactly. Sorry. Exactly. And and at the end of the day, yes, I understand. Roethlisberger's got it, but. But that man has took that franchise hurt two Super Bowls and won. And you rather – it's just crazy. It's- he, Big Ben threw for what? Over another another season of over 4,500 yards? Like quietly had another Pro Bowl year. I, I want to tickle y'all with this because I'm sure y'all have seen this, this whole J.J. Watt trade for Antonio Brown. What are, what are, what are y'all's thoughts on that? Does H-E-B go with him? <laughs> That's all Blue I need to know. Cream, Do, does it all know. go? No, no, they can have Randall's. H-E-B yeah. staying here. That's insane. I mean, no. That would never happen. No, that it makes ever. my head hurt yes. just thinking about it like, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. The Texans will sell their soul for J.J. Watt. The, the Watt brothers <laughs> over there? I didn't even think about that, having the both Watt brothers over oh, there. Oh, man. Let's, let's do this. I, I, 
for me, I don't think it's going to happen. You no. can't. You're not going to get rid of JJ. But coming from the other point of view, is it, it kind of makes sense because look what you did defensively without JJ. You were still an adequate, above average defense without him. And wide receiver is a, a position that you really have to address. So I mean, I'm not in favor for it, but I can see where it, where you know management could see. Look, this kind of makes sense. Like we still have a good defense when JJ wasn't wasn't healthy, wasn't playing. I mean, do we really need him? I don't know, man. That that was a rough year when JJ was out last year. I mean, they were terrible. Um, I, I do think you have a point, Cam, to where teams are a lot more willing to pay for offensive guys now because. Offense changes games more than defense now. It just because of the rules, it really does. So, and we watch every time JJ and Clowney play the Patriots, they're a non-factor. Brady just tosses the ball out in two seconds, and they never get there. So, I'm starting to see like pass rushers. Maybe they're not worth as much as they used to, just because of the way the game has changed. But there's no way they're going to move him for Antonio Brown. Just you don't want him in Deshaun Watson's ear screaming about not getting the ball every time. And oh, D Hop ain't know. having that. No, either. no, absolutely. Yeah, not. I, I forgot about that. I mean, yeah. what does D Hop do? Uh, it, it's just crazy, and that, that's why you, should, as a Texans fan, you should feel so lucky right now because D Hop is a he's a team guy you know what I mean you don't really when do you really hear uh, don't get me wrong he has his little moments but when do you really say man he's just a cocky just a me guy I don't really see that yeah he's so humble and like you could just tell like he's got the the vibe I mean I don't obviously don't play for the Texans but I feel like he's got good chemistry in the locker room with them like that's a turn to guy like I feel like Watson and him they have something going right now they wouldn't miss they wouldn't rest he got a little chippy with with Tom Savage and you know when he was getting that really terrible quarterback play man but since Watson took over he's been great you know and you could understand why he was frustrated you'd be pissed too if you had Tom Savage throwing the ball one feet in front of you yeah yeah. throwing the ball in the dirt every other second those Clemson ties man we got other players on the team from Clemson you know what else would upset me though going to a place on valentine's day and my date not showing up Ooh, but i can show you a way you can get free meal from this when hmm. we come back we'll talk about it money line esp 97.5 breaking news news flash 